The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey Radio. It's a happy Saturday after Christmas. How was your Christmas, Robbie Dillmore? There's nothing like grandkids. You know, when you're enjoying Christmas, it's a little taste of heaven <laughs> to have all the family. You know, your sons and daughters and the people that come back. And it's like a reunion. Like I get a picture of a taste of heaven that, that, that comes. And then the grandkids and the toys. And it's a wonderful feeling. Oh, it is. It is. And we also have in the studio with us today, Howard, our producer in the other room. Wave, Howard. Everybody <laughs> see Howard wave. And then there's Vinny Menino, our sage, our uh, pilot, as he helps us navigate our way through the masculine journey. Now, speaking of Lila, talking about grandkids, did you hear anything like this? And we're going to play a clip. But did you hear anything like this from the grandkids? Whose birthday is on Christmas? I just love that. Jesus is the real gift. 
Now, how often do you get to hear a little child say something like that? Now, I don't know about you guys, but at my house, we had blinky lights, delicious smell of prime rib cooking. We had smell of pumpkin pies. We had all kind of bread. It was just amazing. The smiles and the excitement throughout the air. And that was my house. But what, what did you feel at your house, Robbie? Oh, all the above. Again, it's it's kind of a neat thing to uh, to have your kids back when they've been gone for, you know, some time. So when they get back, it brings back all those memories of many Christmas mornings. And for me, uh, that's the taste of heaven is just to, to have that fellowship of, of kids that you haven't seen in a long time. And again, the grandkids make it extra wonderful. But I had Vinny, he's got the whole Italian thing going on and that there's a really opportunity to learn something new. I was just getting ready to ask Vinny, tell us a little bit about when you were a kid having an Italian Christmas. Well, well, when I walked in, I smelled sauce because we had to have lasagna and all that kind of stuff. But it was a gathering of the whole family. But we celebrated Christmas more New Year's Eve. And Christmas Day was like for the kids to open up presents and all of that. Yeah, the family got together both days, but celebrating the birth of Christ was the midnight mass, being the Catholic that I am. Uh, and we, uh, I don't know, it was just so different. You know, the kids uh, didn't really want to do anything with Christmas Eve because they knew they were going to get everything the next day, Christmas Day, let that come. But no, Grandma said no. Well, you know, and we ate and we drank and, uh, well, now, I mean, drank, I mean. Now, you told us about a very special uh, Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, more. Christmas Eve dinner in our home and in most all Sicilians' home was uh, all fish. But there had to be seven different types of fish cooked in all different ways. You ate nothing but fish dinners and this was because as I learned uh, you know when God threw the net in and got the seven fishes and he fed four to five thousand people now when I was a kid I was saying whoa that I don't think that happened you know but it's there you know now I realize that that's Jesus and that's what we all did and we had a great time in eating and uh, you know, it was mostly the adults' night. And then when we went to Midnight Mass, we all came home hoping for the d night to go by fast so we can open up our presents. And we can watch Grandma telling my father and my uncle to make peace. <laughs> and they wouldn't talk for a year, and this was like almost every year that they were making peace. But that was what basically Christmas Eve and Christmas Day was like in Italian. Home. I know yeah. when, when I picked you up today and I had Perry Como going, your eyes lit up like a little kid. Right away, right. I could just see the memories coming back to That's you. That's right. When Perry Como came on later, we used to listen to a guy by the name of Carlo Buti. <laughs> 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 you know, if you were Italian and you didn't have any of his records, you were an Italian. Ah, but what, a, what a cool thing that the food itself pointed yeah. to Christ. Definitely. Uh, and, and I really learned something there so that when, as the kids were sitting there eating this fish, so they, they only used, you had 21? 21 people at the table. And they were eating seven fish. Seven different types of dishes, 
but only seven fish made them, you know. Uh, but we had pasta, we had made with fish, and we had a, a lot of things. And that's one fish. of the things that I love about Italian meals. There's not just one entree. Right. There is a smorgasbord of entrees and side dishes. Clams, mussels, flounder, you know. And so it makes me wonder, you know, when Christ fed the 5,000 that time with the loaves and the fishes, don't you kind of wonder how good was it? And, and you had a taste of that actually in Italy one time. Didn't That's you? right. I, my first trip to Italy, I had my cousin, which was a miracle in itself that I found relations there within a half hour in this little town. And he set up a restaurant that was, it's famous in Sicily, to celebrate Christmas Eve with the seven fish. And he cooked it for us. And we had a wonderful time. And my wife, was born here in Elkin. <laughs> so <laughs> you want to talk about something being strange? <laughs> yeah. But that was one of the things this year, really, Al, that I learned. Um, God really taught me about the, some of the sense of the Christmas spirit was that we get this invitation, and I've been just reading and rereading Pilgrim's Progress. We get this invitation to the Lord's table when we get to heaven, like David had Mephibosheth right, that he brought to sit at the king's table. And we're going to get to sit at the king's table. And so the meals that we eat, and you know me, Vinny, I love to eat. <laughs> and it's calorie-free because it's in heaven, right? So I'm thinking that there's something of sitting at the king's table. You're, we're going to have these very special wedding clothes that, that we have a deposit of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and it's all part of what that experience is going to be as you enjoyed your prime rib, Al, and as I enjoyed my venison, which is what we traditionally have at Christmas, we were eating at the, and to an extent, at the Lord's table. But you guys always have them on Christmas Day. You took oh. the Lord's Supper, right? And that's part of, of being at the Lord's table, too. That's exactly right. But we didn't have a prime rib and all that stuff. It was strictly Italian, you know, lasagna, sausage, and stuff of that nature. But uh, it was... Christmas Day, again, I'll repeat it, it, it was actually for the kids. Our parents, you know, it was for the kids and them watching us open up the toys. And they, they weren't two and $300 telephones, you know. <laughs> I mean, most of them were made out of wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's one of the true blessings in, in our house. We don't do the elaborate $1,000 a child at some. We do three gifts. Jesus got three gifts. I tell my kids that's good enough for you. But there's something about you know, that moment when they see that not only did we get something for them, but it was planned out. We thought about it. It was something personalized for each child. Did, now, have you, have you experienced that in the past, Robbie, yourself? Well, I guess we just go hog wild. <laughs> My wife loves uh, that whole thing of gifts. And we've, we've talked about it all, all month long. And that, Certain people, their love language is gift giving or gift receiving, and for whatever reason, I, although I myself am not that way, there's no doubt in my mind that all of my children and my wife are very much that is their love language, and so they exchange lots and lots and lots of gifts, and it's a big deal for them to, to, to fill that out under the tree, and then the granddaughter, oh my soul, <laughs> yeah. you have no, I mean, how there could be one, so many toys unwrapped under one place is it's beyond compare. I, I remember, Al, I'm sorry, I remember, you know, opening up if I had 10 presents, 
I wanted that one toy because the other nine were clothing. You know, socks, <laughs> you know, and who cared about that? I wanted Grandma, the gun. Grandma, what's up with the socks? And the underwear. Rider. Grandma gave me underwear again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, that's true now. All we got was one toy. You know, I wow. You know. Well, when we come back, we're going to listen to um, some great music on the uh, bump in. And I want you to pay attention because that's the topic when we come back. You're listening to Masculine Journey Radio, and you can get us at Masculine Journey Radio. Your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your Android just became a radio. That's right. You can take the Truth Network with you everywhere now thanks to our brand new Truth Network app. That's right. Listen to Dr. Michael Brown in the Line of Fire, the Christian Car Guy with Robbie Dilmore, Truth Talk Live, all of our programming 24-7 right there in your hand. Perhaps you're out of range of your radio or traveling in a busy airport. You can plug into the Truth Network. Just go to truthnetwork.com to download the new free app. That's truthnetwork.com. Laura, the guys really went to town on that leg of lamb. Yeah, thanks, Amy. I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. Something's wrong. I know you too well. Jim's company is cutting his salary, and he may even get laid off. He doesn't think we'll be able to afford the mortgage. Oh, Laura. If you think you may be in danger of foreclosure, call the National Foundation for Credit Counseling at 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. That's mortgagehelpnow.org. This has been a public service from the NFCC. It's about the When we talk about this time of year, we talk about our Savior. We talk about this isn't, and, and there's a song by um, Go Fish, and they t- say that this is the beginning, but the end of the story is really where it, it all comes together. That's where the grace comes in. But as we talk about that beginning of the story, I'd like you to listen to um, Sh- Shohanna Chapman, Stephen Curtis Chapman's daughter. As she reads Luke 2. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. 
a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. I just love to hear that verse, or Luke 2, but, but more so when it's read by a child. It just touches me because this is a moment um, when our God, our Lord and Savior, came down to earth and he took on flesh. And, and when we talk about that, I want you to think about what that means. He's a spiritual entity full of love and compassion and grace. Now all of a sudden he puts on the flesh that we have and he's still spiritual, but he's encased in um, skin and bones and with that comes all these different nerve endings sending all these different impulses to your brain to distract you from your spirit but yet he stayed focused he stayed focused on a mission and Robbie can you talk more about um, the mission of coming to earth because this was a gift to us from God yeah I'll never forget <laughs> one of the first boot camps I came to they talked about the, the great contrast between the way that we normally picture Christ's birth being that Luke chapter 2 that we just heard from. And then they would show a clip from the movie Saving Private Ryan, which was the D-Day landing, this horrible battle scene with all sorts of bullets flying and whatever, and we're going to play that in a second. But the idea being that when Jesus came, he was coming deep into enemy territory and he was establishing a beachhead, and this was a gigantic war that he would take part in for the 33 years that that he was here and so with that saving private ryan clip it's a little bit hard to listen to it was certainly hard to watch the first time but perhaps it is a picture of what happened on that first christmas in in a way we hadn't thought about before is a interesting challenge when you know you're actually watching it it's 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 very difficult to um, imagine that that's actually yeah when we think of you know the birth of Christ we think of um, the gift from God Mary having a baby in a manger and it's a beautiful sight but really it was the beginning of a great spiritual war to restore us to the father that he would send his son down to earth to, to face all the temptations that we had and, and to do this so that he could ultimately pay the price that we should have paid. Right. And the first time that I, I really grasped that at a boot camp, it made me physically <laughs> very sick as I realized 
what a battle it is that we really do experience here in the beachhead that Christ brought us at Christmas and the battle that, that still rages to some extent. And when you, you know, you don't have to read much of the book of Isaiah or the book of Jeremiah or even second King to think of how wounded God's people have been, how many times that they're, they literally have been taken out of the picture, you know, people through famine and sword and pestilence and all these things. It just, it's, 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 it's a horrible, painful thing. And we like to, to think of the baby in the manger and all that, but it's just, it's a, it's a really big contrast to what I had originally imagined. And the thing that strikes me most in this is that there's a commitment from God that when he created Adam and he created Eve, he didn't give up. He didn't give up on them. He didn't give up on the offspring. He continually worked to find restoration with the, the, his creation made in his image. And when we talk about that image, Robbie, we're talking about the soul, um, which is the personality and, but it's a righteous personality. And we so often get away from that and we drift, but that was the purpose of Christ to bring us back. And that was part of why the, the gift was so expensive. And I've long known Vinny's favorite movie for years and years and years has to do with why Jesus came and, and this passion. I know, Vinny, that you, you'd love to speak to what that movie meant to you. Well, you know, reading something, the Bible, and then seeing it happening, uh, I, I know I was just mesmerized how he suffered. Uh, and it was all suffering for us, but they could not beat him down. And they still can't beat him down. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Christ lives on forever and ever. And if you need him, all you got to do is look up at him and look up in the sky and the dark and say, Lord, I need you. Help me. And I'm almost guarantee you that if you mean what you say, he will be there for you. You know, I, I just want to go back to the Christmas thing over here uh, for just a second with my grandmother. Just before we went to church midnight mass, she would say, don't forget to look up in the sky. You'll see Jesus flying around, and he will land. And I'll be darned. You always saw what we called a shooting star. And how that impressed me as holy. How did Grandma know this? But I believe that was Jesus landing to save us and to help. You know, we need these reminders. We need to have um, our sages the people who care about us, who have experienced everything that life has to offer that this, the enemy can throw at you to keep us grounded and keep us focused on what's important. And, you know, kind of going back to the passion of the Christ, we've got a clip and it is a, a it's in Italian, so it doesn't translate as well. And you're going to hear sounds, but those sounds are whips. And I'm going to pass it to you, Robbie, and let you set it up a little better. Yeah, part of what we received on Christmas was this phenomenally expensive gift. And the sounds of this beating give us some idea of the value of it. And some of this was he was beaten with sticks, and some of it he was beaten with whips. But some of it was a cat of nine tails which had pieces of glass and steel in it. And you can feel and hear the, those grimaces of pain. And, and here it comes. It's 29 times. We didn't get all 39, but just. It's, it's hard to listen to, but perhaps an idea of the price. 
Bella de Ipsum, canine. Canna pro canne. Gripe poesem intergo suo. Facta non verba. Gripam in sanguine. As I listen to that and I hear the whips, I think about the price that was paid not for me to get or to be um, to lose what I deserve, the mercy. It was for grace. It was to get something I didn't deserve. It was to get something so that I could be restored with God as my father, as his son. Thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Please check out our podcasts. And we look forward to seeing you again very soon. And a special shout out to our uh, friends, Sam and Dennis, who couldn't be here, and also to our families. We love you very much, and you've helped make Christmas so special.